Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and with us this morning, John McDougall back for an update, Executive Director of Junior Achievement of the Greater Tyler Area. Good morning, John. Great oh, to have morning. you with us. Thank you for having me. You bet. Thanks for coming in. Don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. John, it's been probably a little over a year since we visited, and um, there will be some material that is familiar to folks who have listened before to uh, programs we've done with Junior Achievement and who are familiar with your program, but some new wrinkles as well, which is almost always the case when we, whenever we visit with you. So let's start off with you. Just kind of uh, what led you to Junior Achievement, your background, work, a lot of work with kids. Yes, absolutely. When I graduated from college, I realized that I wanted to make an impact in lives of young people and so I went into nonprofit work uh, right after that and had a wonderful opportunity come up about three and a half years ago when Jim Gay, my predecessor, was retiring after 38 years from Junior Achievement and asked me if I would think about taking over and being the executive director here in Tyler and that was just a great opportunity because it fit with what I believed in and the passion that I have for impacting young people. All right. Let's talk about junior achievement, just the basics. Uh, what is it? What's the purpose of it um, in thumbnail form? And we'll go into detail later on, but how does it work? Yeah, junior achievement, uh, first of all, our mission is to inspire and prepare young people to succeed in a global economy. And the three basics that we teach are financial literacy, workforce readiness, and entrepreneurship. It was founded in 1919, so we're really excited about next year because we will be celebrating our 100th anniversary, and so more to come about that later on. And here in Tyler, we were founded in 1988, so very excited to be here at this time and preparing for the 100th anniversary for next year. Mm -hmm. And it's taught in schools around the area, correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, you were an Eagle Scout, competent Toastmaster, Rotarian, and you just have a passion for impacting the lives of young people, and I guess all that had as much to do as anything else with where you are now. Yes, absolutely. And you know, glad that I can continue to do that, especially through the Junior Achievement Program and being in the greater Tyler area. We serve primarily the Tyler ISD, but also the surrounding area. And we continue to grow in the outside communities in Lindale and Jacksonville. And we're always open to new communities in the surrounding area. So if there's any principals or teachers out there that would like to request a program, they can just go to our website, jatyler.org, and let us know that they'd like for us to come out and visit with them. Okay. Uh, from a geographic standpoint, um, many of our listeners are in the Longview-Kilgore-Marshall area. Separate program over there, but uh, closely linked to your program. Is that how yes, it works? Yes, that's correct. There is uh, a junior achievement office, an area in Longview, and so they have their own area in, that they cover their territory. So. Uh, we're glad that they're able to serve that area. We serve pretty much everything from Tyler up towards Winsboro, down towards Rusk, and then all the way over towards the Dallas area. Okay. Uh, more personal, you were in Boy Scouts of America for 24 years, CASA for kids for a while, and then three and a half years junior achievement. It's just you have a long background working with kids, so yes. that, I guess this kind of came naturally to you. 
and you open your very first savings account. We're talking financial literacy now and yes. financial competency, which is really at the core of uh, what Junior Achievement does. You open your first savings account when you were seven years old. Seven, age of seven, I think I was still getting a nickel a week allowance. So uh, <laughs> how did things work out a little bit differently from this John to, uh, to the other John? Yes, well, that was really quite interesting, and it's a great story that I share with students when I get the opportunity to go into the classroom and teach because obviously financial literacy is a big part of what we teach in Junior Achievement. But when I was seven years old, my dad took me to the Prairie State Bank in Augusta, Kansas, where I grew up. And he said, John, you're going to open up a savings account. And I remember telling him, I said, Dad, I'm seven years old. Why do I need money? Hmm. And he looked at me and he said, well, you don't need money now, but when you get older, you will appreciate this. And for whatever reason, that's all he had to say. And I went out as a seven-year-old and got every job that I could. Obviously, I couldn't do a whole lot at seven years old, but I was able to mow yards. I was able to have a paper out. I was able to be out in front of a men's clothing store and shine shoes. So I did everything that I could do because I wanted to, to save money in a savings account to see how much I could actually save. And the rest, as they say, is almost surely history. Uh, it sounds like uh, the way you're telling this story, that really provided the foundation for your own financial literacy, financial competency, and I guess pretty much everything you've done with your life from that point on. It, it really had. And one thing I usually forget to mention, and I'll uh, mention it now, is that at that time, and I'm giving away my age now, but at that time, the interest rate was 13%. So hmm. I don't think we'll ever see that again. Maybe that was part of my dad's motivation in having me save at an early age. That could be. Uh, talking to John McDougall of Junior Achievement of the Greater Tyler Area, let's give out some contact information. We have uh, jatyler.org, very easy website to remember, and lots of good information on the website. I know, I checked it out myself. Uh, if you ever need to know, uh, the physical address is 318 East 5th Street in Tyler. That's 75701. It's hit or miss as far as actually finding somebody there because you're out in the community so That's much. Correct. But we'll, we'll talk about donations later in the show. And maybe you want to drop a check in the mail or some kind of uh, information through the U.S. Postal Service. It's at 318 East 5th Street in Tyler. Phone number is 903-581-7482. And... Uh, Email for John is executive is um, John at jatyler.org. So um, just a little bit of basic contact information if anybody wants to get in touch and maybe do some follow-up once you've listened to the show this morning. Now you have 10 million students served in 103 countries, and nearly half of those, 4.8 million, are in the United States. Correct. Yeah, we, we make a, a big impact in the world which a lot of people may not know that we are a worldwide organization, but also obviously in the United States, we have a big impact here locally. We served over 5,000 students last year, which we were very proud of because that's over a 40% increase since I started working for Junior Achievement a little over three years ago. All right, 5,000 students served in J.A. Tyler, 40% increase again in three years. And there's a kind of a newer program that you've implemented. I think we may have talked about it some last time we visited. This It's called JA in a Day, and this is high school students, many of whom want to be teachers themselves, actually teaching the younger kids on the K-4 through level. Sounds like that's working out real well for it you. It is. That's a big reason for our growth, and before I talk about that just briefly, I want to mention our standard method is still out there, and the standard method is where we'll get a volunteer to go into the classroom and they'll go once a week for about an hour 
for five to seven weeks, depending on which program that they're teaching. So there's five to seven lessons from anywhere from kindergarten through 12th grade. Our JA in a day, though, is where we teach all the lessons in one day. Mm-hmm. And so we've been able to get high school students from Robert E. Lee, John Tyler, early college high school, uh, White House High School has done it. We've had high school students in Jacksonville that have been high school heroes. But basically what that is is where we have high school students that either have an interest or teaching or they just want to give back to the community. And they'll go into an elementary school. They'll arrive there around 8.30 in the morning. By about 9 o'clock, they're in the classroom, and they'll stay in the same classroom till about 2 or 2.30 that day. And for elementary, there's five lessons. So they'll teach all five lessons to those elementary students, kindergarten through fourth grade, in that entire day. If we teach fifth grade, which we do on that day, we have adults that teach the fifth grade classes because at that grade level, the curriculum is more designed for having work experience, and obviously high school students aren't going to have that much work experience at that time. Okay. Uh, 230 volunteers in over 270 classrooms around the area, and now a little over half of those are high school kids, you tell me. That's and correct. They, uh, uh, and they enjoy it. It's kind of uh, uh, they're worn out at the end of the day, but it's a good tired, and they learn a lot themselves. It's you tell me it's a great background for them if they do want to go ahead into the teaching profession. Exactly, that's right. You know, we do have a number of our independent school districts in the surrounding area where they have programs to help students that want to become teachers, but typically that they will go into a classroom and they might be there for an hour, maybe two hours during a day. But when they spend the entire day there at the school being a teacher, that's a much different experience. And so at the very end of the day, they're walking back into our meeting point, and their heads are lowered a little bit, but they have a huge smile on their face because they know they made a difference. Their heads are lowered just because they're tired, and they realize how much work it takes to be an educator. Mm -hmm. So we're really proud of that. Other than our high school students, another thing I wanted to mention is, yes, we do have a little over half of our volunteers come from high school students, which I'm extremely proud of. But we also have volunteers come from businesses in the community, Suddenlink, Centene, Train. A lot of our bankers, our credit unions, all get involved in being able to support junior achievement. So we're very proud of what they do as well. All righty. Let's talk about what they're teaching. Uh, there are different lesson plans for each grade level, starting with K through four, and then I guess on through what, intermediate and middle school, and then on up through high school. Just kind of a thumbnail of what they are being taught at each of those levels. Yeah, sure. In elementary, I'll, I'll just give you a brief overview of our kindergarten program, which is called JA Ourselves. And a brief description is that that uses compelling stories read aloud by the volunteer along with hands-on activities to demonstrate helping, working, earning, and saving. So kindergarten through fifth grade is what we teach in elementary. Our middle school programs are various curriculums that we use uh, for the middle grade program. One is called Economics for Success, and that gives students the information needed to build strong personal finances, a cornerstone to a happy, secure life, 
Students learn the importance of exploring career options based on their skills, interests, and values. They also learn about spending money within a budget, saving and investing wisely, and using credit cautiously. So that, that's one of our middle grade programs. We also have our high school programs. Uh, one of my favorites, and there's many really that I like, but one of my favorites is JA Career Success. Mm-hmm. And what that teaches and helps our students with is that it equips students with the knowledge required to get and keep a job in high growth industries. Students will explore the critical workplace skills employers seek but often find lacking in young employees. Students also will learn about valuable tools to find that perfect job, including resumes, cover letters, and and interviewing techniques. So it's fun to see these high school students actually have mock interviews and see a good interview and a poor interview. And we we do mock interviews for both so that they can learn what a good interview is, what a poor interview is. We look at resumes so that they can really determine what a good resume is, what a poor resume is. So that's helping them to plan their career path. Okay. Visiting with John McDougall this morning, Executive Director of Junior Achievement of the Greater Tyler Area. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. Contact info again, 903-581-7482. That's one of two of the uh, two uh, particularly good ways to reach John if you want more information about any of this, or just email him, john, J-O-H-N, at jatyler.org. You can also check the website, jatyler.org. And uh, just in case you need to know, the office, 318 East 5th Street, Tyler, 757. In case you ever need to drop something in the mail. And of course, you need lots and lots of volunteers. What are some of the requirements to be a volunteer? Uh, mainly being able to pass the school background check, uh, a desire to impact the lives of young people, and really just the ability to follow instructions. The program itself is laid out like a teacher's lesson plan, and as long as they can read and follow instructions, just about anybody can do this. It's uh, laid out extremely well so that a volunteer doesn't have to spend a lot of time preparing for each lesson. If they take 30 minutes or so preparing each lesson, then they're going to be just fine. All the materials are provided for them in a kit, and there's also training that I provide. I'll take 45 minutes to sit down with our volunteers and go over some basic teaching techniques and also help them understand how to use the material in a very helpful way so that they can use it without spending a lot of time preparing. Okay. And I assume that you're always looking for volunteers, probably more at this moment for the 2018-2019 school year? Yes. Uh, You know, for the uh, school year coming up, we're, we're always looking for new volunteers. We have done a great job uh, this school year getting things in place, although you know there's still some opportunities. But next school year being uh, one where we're going to be celebrating the 100th anniversary, mm-hmm. uh, we're looking at adding at least 100 new volunteers, making more impact into the classroom. We'll have some goals related to fundraising, uh, some obviously related to getting the public to understand more about what junior achievement is so that we can really take advantage of the hundredth anniversary celebration mm-hmm. we want to go into some more detail about that in just a few more minutes just reviewing here your mission as you stated at the top of the show to inspire and prepare young people to succeed in a global economy and uh, among the ways you have of getting the word out besides this 
show and the, what's on your website and just different things you do around the community. I understand you have a video that's available on a lot of sources, and it's a, a great way for people to learn about who you are and what you do. Yes. Uh, we were very fortunate that we had Mr. Chris Stewart uh, help us to create a commercial for Junior Achievement, and that was out uh, last year on Channel 19, Channel 7, Seven Link Stations, and it's also on a Vimeo site. So I've shared that through constant contact and through some Facebook messages so that people, if they didn't see it on TV, then at least they could see it through the emails and constant contact messages that I've sent out. Uh, we're also looking forward to producing another commercial that will be out on the 100th anniversary sometime for next year. Okay. Three basics. Just, again, to kind of review, work readiness, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Those are, that, That's the three-legged stool of junior achievement, I guess you could say. And I can tell you that you're just kind of champing at the bit to talk about that 100th anniversary, so let's let her rip. You've kind of talked a little bit about it. What are you looking at in the Tyler area for 2019? I know a lot of it's still in the planning stages, but you have some big things on the horizon. Absolutely, yes. In um, 1919... Uh, Junior Achievement was founded, and it's headquartered now in Colorado Springs, and Tyler was founded in 1988, so we still have a long ways to go before that 100th anniversary for here locally, but we're looking at a few different goals that we are still tweaking to be able to get everything set up for next year, but we're thinking about it now so we can make a huge impact. One of those goals is that we want to be able to recruit 100 new volunteers to help us teach in more classrooms. We want to have a big media push so that people know what junior achievement is and how they can be involved, uh, being able to be a volunteer, but also being able to give financially if they're able to, so that we can impact more lives. We're looking at our Hall of Fame next year in producing and having a net of $100,000. We're also looking at having a endowment campaign that we want to begin uh, next year as well to be able to have $100,000 put into an endowment so we can be begin that pro pro process of building and leaving a legacy. All righty, and I'm sure there's a lot more to come on that, but that's just kind of a good, for me, a good snapshot of some of the big yes. things you have prepared. You are certainly not taking this lightly. You mentioned the Hall of Fame event this year that is coming up april 12th and each year you honor i guess uh, one or two people or agencies or organizations this year uh, april 12th is the date it's going to be at willowbrook country club tell us a little bit more about that what time sure. it uh, runs and uh, there's an individual and a very well-known company that are being honored this year yes that's correct uh, every year since uh, our history here we've honored typically one laureate this year, we're doing something special. We're going to have not only a traditional laureate, which will be trained, and we're very honored that we have the opportunity to have them as a laureate for this year's Hall of Fame, but also a legacy laureate. And we've never in our history in Tyler have had a legacy laureate. And that will be Mr. Lewis Owen, who passed away a little over a year ago, and the family has been able to allow us to honor him, which uh, it's a great privilege to be able to do so. 
So we're looking forward um, to the Hall of Fame. It'll be at 6 p.m. on April the 12th. Anyone that would like to participate, either as an individual ticket holder, they can go to our website and get individual tickets, or if they would like to be a sponsor of a table, they can do that as well. And all that information is on our website at jatyler.org. Okay, and I know that there are a number of pretty high-dollar sponsorship opportunities along with the individual ticket information. So, yes, indeed, jatyler.org for all the information you'll need on that. 6 p.m. on April 12th at Willowbrook Country Club. Lewis Owen, just a very well-known, very respected community servant. Um, the Lewis and Peaches Owen facility at Christus Trinity Mother Francis Hospital Tyler is one of the areas where you'll see his name, but just so much that uh, he did for the community during his lifetime through philanthropy and other endeavors as well. And that's just kind of a thumbnail snapshot of the person you're going to be honoring this year. And again, a a groundbreaker for you, your very first legacy laureate, all of that, along with honoring train coming up April 12th at uh, Willowbrook Country Club. And um, uh, moving on through some of the other events that you have on the calendar. And, uh, of course, as far as fundraising goes, I guess we should briefly mention that you do accept donations of any amount um, at any time. You you can donate through the website or drop a check in the mail at that 318 East 5th Street address, Tyler, Texas, 75701. But uh, you, again, do have a couple of other events coming up, and uh, I guess you will have barely had time to catch your breath from the Hall of Fame luncheon before you have the Delic Golf Tournament, which is coming up in May. Let's talk a little bit about how that works, how people can get involved. Yeah, that's that's a great opportunity for us. This will be our uh, third year to participate in the Delic Tournament. And the Delic Refinery puts on the tournament, and local nonprofits have the ability to participate. And so basically the way that it works is we provide a team of four or multiple teams of four. Each team is an entry fee of $2,500, and then we get not only that $2,500 back, but uh, but 50% in addition to that. So we get 150% of that $2,500 that goes for that team that enters into the tournament. And even though we call it the Delic Golf Tournament, they also have a, a shooting sports event as well. Uh-huh. And it's the same setup where it's $2,500 for a team, and they, they do short shooting uh, clays for that event. And so depending on whether they enjoy golfing or shooting, mm-hmm. uh, they can be involved. We, we do have auction items that we uh, have in the uh, final banquet that they have at the uh, tournament. And so people can participate that way as well. All righty. Um, and last but not least, and you just wrapped up the uh, most recent one of – uh, three or four months ago, October, November, December, yeah, about four months ago, the Big Bowl-a-thon, uh, which may be the one that most people are familiar with. That's October 4th through 6th of 2018, and uh, been doing that for a long time. I think uh, one of the radio stations I was involved with many years ago was involved with that at one point. But a uh, very popular event, very successful for you over the years. How's that going to work for 2018? Oh, it's fantastic. We, we've been holding the Bowl-a-thons for over 20 years. And so we're very excited about the upcoming one, which will be October 4th through the 6th. I'd like to get those dates set and secure the location uh, every year, usually a year in advance. And that way, 
we have plenty of time for our captains and our teams to be formed and uh, be able to participate. We have teams of four that participate in that event. We ask that each uh, person collects at least $75 or more in pledges. We have some tremendous prizes that we give out, and everybody just has a good time. One of the things that I think is most important about the Bolathon, especially for our corporate teams, our bankers, uh, places like Train, Centene, Suddenlink, any of our big companies, it's a great way for them to have some team uh, building. And I, I never quite understood that. I had heard that for years because I knew my predecessor through Rotary, and he'd always talk about the team building aspect of that. But until I saw it, I really didn't understand how mm -hmm. important that was. And Cavenders is really a big um, supporter of the Bolathon. They, they like it so much that they even have one of their own outside of the one that they come and attend for us. Okay, well... So many people like to go bowling, and if you can do it for a good cause, so much the better. Again, just three big opportunities to uh, get involved in supporting junior achievement financially and otherwise. Hall of Fame banquet April 12th, Delhi Golf Tournament coming up in May, and then the Bowlathon October 4th through the 6th. More information, you can check that website, jatyler.org. You can give John a call at 903-581-7482, or you can email john at jatyler.org. And let's also mention that those are three great ways to get in touch if you want to be a volunteer. I think we Absolutely. might have kind of assumed that people would understand that when we were talking about volunteers a few minutes ago, but it doesn't hurt to repeat that. Uh, as we move down towards the end of the show, um, some of the things that are going on in this day and age that make it that much more important for kids to learn about how to manage their money and be successful financially in life. If you go to the website, there's an item that uh, was actually up the last time we spoke, and the heading is America's Financial Turmoil. And when you look at some of the strange things that have been happening with the stock market lately, that's just probably the most uh, prominent recent example but uh, one of the th points that I know you really want to get across is this is a great way for kids to learn how to become good financial managers and down the road maybe avoid some of the problems we've been seeing in this country for the last few years. That's right. And, you know, one of the other things that I like to mention to young people when I get a chance to talk to them is I say, think about a number of the professional athletes and the actors and actresses that – you know, have made millions of dollars over their lifetime, and then you look at the end of their life and you see that they die broke. And why is that? It's because they've never been taught financial literacy. And so I think it's really important for everyone, regardless of whether you're making a million dollars a year or you're making $30,000 a year, how to manage your money, how to invest it wisely, so that by the end of your life you can feel like you can really celebrate your life, be able to live the life that, that you want in retirement. And so definitely financial literacy is a big part of that. All righty. And if you go to that website, jatyler.org, there's a, a several paragraph rundown of what John just said. I personally would encourage everybody who's interested in this topic to take a look at that and read it and maybe um, kind of chew on it a little bit and really use that as a way of putting your entire body of work and junior achievement into perspective. Also on the website, again, your goal is to inspire and prepare young people to succeed in a global economy. 
And uh, there are several core values. I'll just kind of run through some of those real quick. I think it's important to remember belief in the boundless potential of young people. You'd say that anybody can be a volunteer, but having that belief in young people and that passion for working with one uh, with young people is going to make the difference, I think, between a good volunteer and maybe an average or not so good volunteer. That's correct. Okay. And uh, commitment to the principles of market-based economics and entrepreneurship. Again, that passion for what you do. Honesty, integrity. Did we forget to mention honesty and integrity and ethics? Very, very important pieces of what you do. Maybe if you talk a little bit about why that's so important. I think you even have a business ethics center. Uh, we have, Yes, we actually do. And I think it's so important because you know, we've heard those stories, too. And some of them have been a number of years ago now. But... And so it may be easy to forget, but we've seen big corporations that have gone bankrupt because of lack of ethics. We've seen athletes that had great foundations and really reached out and had some wonderful things that they were doing with a nonprofit organization and with the foundation that they've created and went downhill because of lack of ethics. And so, you know, in business, we also want to make sure that people have that ethical uh, understanding as well of how to uh, react in business. Okay. Getting down close to the end of the show now, John McDougald, Executive Director of Junior Achievement of the Greater Tyler Area, our guest this morning on In Focus, 318 East 5th Street in Tyler. Uh, JATyler.org is the website. Phone numbers 903-581-7482. And if you want to get in touch with John directly, you can also email him at John, J-O-H-N, at JATyler.org. We are running out of time, John. But, again, great visit this morning. Thanks so much for coming in and getting us up to date on Junior Achievement. Yeah, thanks for having me once again and look forward to coming again next year. You bet. John McDougall, Junior Achievement of the Greater Tyler Area, our guest this morning. I'm John Sims. Thanks for joining us. See you again next week on In Focus. Your only local news radio. This is KTBB Tyler, KTBB-FM Troop Tyler Longview, and KTBB.com.